I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the AFL Enjoys team. We're a bunch of unique individuals, Matza, Svenda, and Dean. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always going to get it right, and sometimes you're not going to agree with us. But that's okay, because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate about the game. So if you want to come along for the ride, join us at the AFL Enjoys podcast, because we really enjoy the footy. Hello and welcome back to the AFL Enjoys podcast. Been a little while, boys. The drafts happen. We're back, baby. We're back. That's it, man. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. Obviously, it's a bit of a hiatus after the trade period. Sort of nothing was really going on for a while there, but obviously a massive draft happened the other week and heaps to talk about from that. So, Mm. I will say the reason why we had a little bit of a break is we wanted to just allow Kaltumi to take center stage. And you know what I mean? Because like, otherwise, if we were doing pods in between, no one would watch Gettable, you know, it'd just be a bit, you know. Yeah, we're doing him a favor. Yeah, exactly. And it'd plus, be... we're giving Kaltumi the stage now because we've got future Kaltumi over here. <laughs> exactly right, man. So, uh, you know, look, watch out, buddy. You've got to respect the goat, Kaltumi. Nah, fair. You do. Um, you know what? Riley's improved as well over the years, I must say. He's getting yeah. better. How did Cal do in the top 10? He usually gets it pretty spot. For the entire first round, I think he was 22 out of 27, correct? Yeah, not bad. Something like that. 22 out of 28 modest might have even been better to be honest he did he did pretty well mm. um but yeah so what we're going to do today obviously we'll just go over the draft bit of the talking points see who got who who improved most who won who lost and we'll go from there boys so mm. obviously look let's just get west coast out of the way first pretty much a no-brainer with harley mm. at one everyone sort of knew that that was going to happen there was no you guys weren't feeling like there was anything going to happen on draft night with north and North, it's kind of done, right? North's pretty transparent. I feel like we're pretty happy to talk to guys like Hell to me, and like everyone sort of knows what we're doing every year. <laughs> so I wasn't expecting anything to be honest. Well, look, they I feel like our guys were sort of saying, Oh, yeah, we think it's done and dusted, they're gonna take Harley. And I think you know what, at the end of it all, they're getting the best player, appearingly the best player in the draft, and he probably will be. You know, he's been touted as you know, generational, dusty, like. Yeah, I think they did what they needed to do and just get the best talent available, I guess. so. Yeah, as a rebuilding team, and they seriously have to rebuild, they're starting from one key pillar that's obviously got leadership potential. You can rally a team around. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what he does over his career. Hopefully, he stays at West Coast. Mm-hmm. And it's not a uh, Horn Francis thing in a couple of years' time. That'd be shit. Mm-hmm. He gets Nick Nats and Ben Cousins' number, so a famous West Coast number as well. So mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah, I just hope he doesn't go to another... Melbourne team, not North Melbourne, to be honest with you. I'd feel yeah, sick. I'd hate it if he goes to Carlton. Be terrible. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, nah. But um, see, like apart from Harley, they actually, I actually think they did all right with their two picks in the thirties as well. To be honest with you, like they went and got Archer Reed, who is you know two hundred three centimeter forward, mm. who you know didn't really didn't really do well, you know, in the later part of his draft year. But you know he provides a target. You know could be all right next to uh, Oscar Allen. You know, once you know Jack Darling retires as well, there's the spot for him. So yeah, for sure, that, that was all right. And, and then Clay Hall, I think he's an on-baller, pretty big boy as well. So mm. they've now got like Jindy, Reed, Clay Hall, Elijah Hewitt. So their midfield's starting to rebuild itself quite nicely. I reckon. Yep. Mm. Just so they're all going to get opportunity as well. So mm. I would say for the uh, Super Coach fans, Clay Hall is definitely one to keep an eye on. Mm. If he plays round one as an on-baller, which chance he will, I think that yeah, he could be the one to go. Um, 
But yeah, what do you guys think about them rather than, you know, uh, splitting the number one pick, you know, what do you reckon, you know, about that? Do you reckon it would have been better off, you know, splitting it into a future first and more firsts and, you know, three or four firsts, however many it would have been? Or Look, I was of the belief that they should because pick one and then pick 30 for the bottom team with a lot of retirements, I thought, and they didn't really pick up much in the free agency. I thought maybe they just need more talent rather than just the best guy. But look, they've brought in four kids um, and then in the rookie draft as well. So all in all, the sort of, five or six new players coming in the door there. I guess that's reasonable for one year and then mm. they can go again next year. So, um, well, You see what like a Walsh can do to a team and Nick Dacos can do to a team. You know, if this guy comes in, drives the standards, is already in his first or second year one of the best players in the team, mm. well, you know, then they've done well. So I think I think when you've got clearly what uh, someone has considered that good of a player, probably the most hyped number one pick we've seen in a long time, just take him and go for it. I mean, I I wasn't against the idea of splitting it because you saw what North has done, who we'll probably talk about next, and even mm-hmm. Gold Coast getting a lot of first-round draft picks. Mm. Um, but, you know, if if they feel like it's almost 100% guaranteed this kid's going to be great, just take him and, you know, I think he can change your culture really quickly. So it be interesting to see what happens with him. Mm. Yeah. I must say, though, as well, this has to be the first time in history that the first pick in round one and the first pick in round two share the same last name, Harley Reid, Archer Reid. Yeah. Has oh, to be the first time that's ever. That's a good pick. Has to be. Mm. So, Very well done to West Coast there. Very poetic <laughs> of them. It is, isn't it? It can't shout not out. be a good draft when that happens. Yeah, Sorry. shout out to him, man. Read to read. <laughs> that, oh, that's probably going to happen a lot. Let's be fair. Yeah. You know, Harley Reid kicking it, kicking it into the 50 to uh, Archer. Read of the Archer variety. Read of the... Yeah. <laughs> we'll get a few no, say Reid, this is Archer. That's how BT <laughs> does it. <laughs> Dagos, Nick, or Josh. Um <laughs> Cool. So, actually, yeah, let's talk about North Melbourne now. So, speaking of, you know, what a Walsh can do, yes. what a, what was the other guy that you said? A Dacos. A Dacos can do. Colby McKercher, man, he looks like an Aussie Nick Dacos. <laughs> that's, you know, and I'm credit to Dean to that one. Legit, man, he looks zippy. There was, during the, like, the first video that they showed of him training, he, like, he did a fake hand pass and got LDU off his feet and then just ran around him. It was gorgeous, man. It was gorgeous. Got us excited. So, oh, sure. yeah. 100%. Man. So, what's North starting uh, midfield round one? Oh, probably still LDU, Thomas Wardlaw. Mm. Is Simkin injured? No, nah, he's fine. He's no, fine? No. He's fine. He's just not as good as Thomas LDU or Wardlaw, quite frankly. Like, yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, the next rung after the guys you just said would be Simkin and um, McKercher. You yeah. know, like McKercher might get some time on the wing or maybe even half back. There's talk of him playing defense, forward wing, on ball. Like basically, mm. he's just a natural footballer, like a Dacos. You but can he, put him he's playing. He's playing right 100% playing. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Him and the other guy, Dersma, they both have to start round one, man. This There's is the no... funniest thing, right? So I listened to a few North Melbourne podcasts and mm. they're actually all very good. Like, got nothing bad to say, but there seems to be a general vibe in the North community that. Why'd we pick Dersma? We should have got Curtin. We need key backs. We've got heaps of medium forwards. We've got Zerha. We've got Curtis Taylor. We've got <laughs> Jaden Stevenson. And I'm just thinking to myself, what are you guys talking about? Like, mm. if Curtis Taylor doesn't get a game, we should be thanking God that someone <laughs> someone better has come in. <laughs> same Straight with Stevenson. Up. Same with Zerha. I'm sorry. Like, mm. Zerha has great games. He'll mm. kick like four or five. And then he'll disappear for five weeks. Yeah. We exactly. don't need that. We need elite yeah. talent. Dersma's coming in saying 
you know, like those forward mids say, oh, I want to play mid, but I'm a forward now, but mm. I'm going to develop to mid. Dersma's saying, I'm a forward. Mm. Like this kid's going to come in 190 centimeters, elite ground level, agility, goal sneak, great mark, takes mm. hangers. Like that's actually what we need, man. So everyone just calm down. We got some defenders later. We'll talk about them. You know, but you in, a re- in a rebuilding team, right? If you've got someone, you're taking a super talent. Correct. You need you need something everywhere. Correct. It's mm. not it's not like you're just plugging one hole. Exactly. Right? And if McKercher comes in and Simkin gets less time on ball, but McKercher is better than him, that's a good thing. Yeah, hundred you know I mean? percent. So hundred percent. Even though we've given you know, dudes like Simkin and and Luke McDonald, for example, they're our you know captains, co-captains, whatever. Despite that, their spot shouldn't be safe at no. any point. Even like even your captain, like you well, know. you saw it with um, uh, Port Adelaide and Jonas. Yeah, he he wasn't up to it. Yeah. There were younger guys that were playing better football. Yeah. Structurally, they made the team better. Then you know you you freeze them out. You know that's and that's fine. Hundred um, percent. And know. even like Simkin last year was injured, concussed a few times, which was mm-hmm. worrying. And while he's a great leader, and apparently off field, especially like standard setter, you know, works really hard and things. Same with Lukey McDonald, but. On the field, they've both been not conducive to winning, which is what we need to do. So I'm all for the talent. Those two at the top, I mean, you talk about people trying to say like, oh, I'll package them for number one. Like last year, we got Shiza Wardlaw. Nailed it. This year, if we've nailed it again. It's huge. That's how the club actually moves yeah, forward yeah. finally. So mm. really wrapped with that. And then obviously we had the other three first rounders. So one was from Port which ended up as Taylor Goad, the Ruckman yeah, so from South Australia, kind the, of ironic there. The, I know, the, Port La- the, the Adelaide Ruck that they probably would have gone for. You yes. know what I mean? Like this, the South Australian kid. And man, I'm excited about him, man. Like he has uh, he's high potential there. Yeah. Well, without dragging on too much, apparently mm. he's pretty new to footy from basketball background. But ran the that's 20, already huge. That's basketball. already basketball says it all. background in football is like a superpower. Already mm. says it all. And apparently, he at the combine he ran the is it the twenty meter sprint pretty much at the same speed as all the mids, mm. and way better than all the talls. It's crazy. So and you see some of his highlights, like you'll burst out of the pack. Mm. Shows a bit of that racehorse. What yeah. were you calling him? The goad the, gallop. The, the goad gallop. The goad gallop. Know, it's it's when he's like he's got the ball and instead of you know hand passing it to the runner, he just goes for the run himself. You know what I mean? After the you know the play on. You know what I mean? So yeah. definitely a potential mm. pick there. We'll yeah. see how he goes. Mm. Um, Will Dawson, another interesting one, like bit of a theme here with some of our picks. They're sort of late to footy. So mm. this guy's apparently he grew twenty centimeters in two years. And became one eighty centimeters to two. That's what we got to do, right? I uh, know, man. I'm man, still waiting. Could you man. imagine? <laughs> I'm still waiting. Um, so this guy's a yeah, two hundred centimeter key back, mm. pretty raw. Um, but hey, we know we need key back, so mm. always good to have a few developing on the list. Mm. Um, and and the then future captain, man. This kid here, George. I highly recommend you actually mm. listen to some of these kids' interviews. Yeah. Riley Hardaway. Well, we, we listened to it together, and I was mm. pretty yes. impressed. Mm. Well, I liked him. He just seemed genuine. He's funny, mm. comfortable in front of the camera. Yeah, Riley Hardiman, man. We That's, we, we left the interview with um, the the draft team and him, mm. um, going shit. This guy's actually seems like a good kid. Yeah, mm. and he's one of those ones where we say Luke McDonald hasn't been performing. Well, this kid's coming in similar uh, height, I think, sort of mm. around that one eighty five, one eighty six. Left foot seems like he can jump. Seems pretty quick. So. If he um, develops nicely, he'd be off half-back for North in the future, which is exciting. So, um, overall, I think, look, North sort of did the right thing. At the top, they took the elite talent. Then they took a few projects mm. um, and then filled a few needs. So, got like tall forward, ruck, tall backs, half-backs, mm. 
half forwards, mids, so a bit of everything, which is awesome. So yeah, well, it's good because usually we seem to stock up on just mids, 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 and it feels like we've got a a little mix this year. So it's something to look forward to. You know, outside run, inside, um, a little bit of inside grunt. Mm. Yeah, no, it's good effort from our boys. I'd say. Did you guys see the um, text message from Zach Fisher? Yeah, <laughs> it's like this hey, is, this is awesome, bro. Hey, Goody, how's it going? Welcome to the bonus, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, it's fish. It's fish. The funny thing is, it's he fish. says it's fish as if he un, like he expects him to know what that means. Yeah. Hey, fish, mate. Uh, Goody, it's fish, mate. It's yeah. Will Dawson. <laughs> oh, also, Will Dawson, one L in Will. Just putting that out there. Oh, see, that's efficient. He's take the, of that what you will. Yeah, I don't know. What what you the, will, I don't know yeah. what to take of that actually. Yeah. I think Matt's put. Nail on the head there. Maximum efficiency. 100%. Well, I have two. 100%. One's enough. Yeah, exactly. exactly. If he, that means his parents are efficient. So yeah. maybe he learned that trade off them. Mm. He'll have like five of the best touches you'll ever see. Imagine if he plays like his name. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. a good. All right. Um, next. So, peak yeah, was... it was actually. So it was McKercher. Then we actually bid on Jed Walter. Yeah, we did. And then we, we took Dersma. So Is there any yeah. point in ever bidding on someone that's just going to be taken? No, um, you have to. I think it's just to keep. Even though it's very compromised, it's to keep it as honest as possible. Yeah. And look, let's be fair, like Gold Coast have been given this huge advantage. You needed to it needed to be one of our picks mm. to, you know, go for this guy. And as, you know, Jed Walter, as Dino has said in his rankings, he had him number one. I did. So, you know, obviously a huge talent there. And huge then, boy. Yeah, huge boy. He took up the whole screen. Yeah, <laughs> it was huge. Um, so him Reed, probably the best ruckman in this in this draft class, or the first ruckman taken. So we'll go mm. with best prospect, and then Jake Rogers, the small, smart guy. You know, Will Graham was it Will Graham? Is that the guy's name? Will Graham, yeah, yeah. So that's they've got a haul there, man. First four first round picks. You know, hundred percent. Who did better, uh, North or Gold Coast? Um, aside from the top, which I think is pretty even, like obviously Walter. Dersma McKercher and then their Reed Ruckman, um, Ethan Reed, very good. The difference being our later first round picks versus theirs, theirs are, have more exposed form and have been in the system for years, which, like I said, North's ones are a bit more newer to footy. Mm. Um, True. So, Go right now, and, you'd look yeah. at it, you'd say the Gold Coast ones are better now, mm. but who knows? Mm. Yeah. It's pretty exciting for Gold Coast because, you know, Damien Harvick talked about having 80% of the list, of the premiership <laughs> list, but I mean, they've just picked up. Five players, haven't they? Or four players? Yeah, four players. That's four players. A, you know, you think That's it's 20%, bro. <laughs> it is. Four of go. 22. Yeah, it's about that. You know what I mean? So they might be on like 97% of the yeah, premiership list. Then they'll yeah. just need to like recruit one more player from yeah. the team. Just to, <laughs> and you know who that was? Jack Marnie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jack Marnie dude, from the rookie draft. In the rookie draft. draft they picked, I couldn't believe it, man. Oh, did they? I missed yeah, that. They did. Shout out to him, With bro. their last pick in the rookie draft. Gonna keep, was he pick one? Was he num- uh, Was his number one? At North? Yeah. Um, was it Matza? His number. Yeah, I, what, I what number? I, I feel like it was a high number. Matt, I've, I've already... Um, you you know, butted out. Yeah. Uh, man, he could have been picked 40-some for all I know. I don't know. I, I didn't really like him. No, like the number on his jersey, I mean. Mm. Can't yeah, remember. Maybe. You might be right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you can get That's that. crazy that we don't remember. We've forgotten about him that quickly. What man, is there to remember, man? Yeah, true. You know, him getting the ball, you know, dropping it, butchering the kick forward, That's you fair. know, bad hand. Pa- yeah. No, was he that bad? Look, friend of the pod, but like, let's be real. It's <laughs> look, great, great kid, great kid, but, great kid. But like, but. look, when you're a smaller player, this is the nicest way I can say it. When you're the smaller or smallest player on the field, you need to be zippy, great pressure, goal sneak. He's none of those things. Like, he's not quick enough. 
Mm. Apparently, he's a decent kick, but doesn't get it enough to even show it. So, mm. yeah, so what, what did Gold Coast see? Honestly, I've got no idea. I've got no idea. <laughs> Man just wanted the, the Gold Coast lifestyle f- for one more year. It's intriguing, especially because he's missed most of last year or last season with a shoulder. So, Who anyway. I'm going to assume that they had interest in him in his national draft year. And they're just like, all right, here's our chance yeah. to go get the guy we wanted from ages ago. Maybe you just want good blokes on your list. Yeah, yeah. Let's, he seems like, as we know, you know, friend of the prod, good guy. You know, so you know, you need a few more of those in Gold Coast. Like they, the, they get to be rowdy over there. It's you like know? the so. last guy on the bench in the NBA, just the tower waver. Yes, you know? yeah, Pat Bev. You need one um, of those guys. <laughs> so basically, he's the sub for the whole year. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, he'd be, if he gets the sub, I'd be very surprised. <laughs> um, that would tell me that Gold Coast probably isn't doing as well as they thought that would. But yeah, that 80%, 60% uh, <laughs> if that's the case. Yeah. Mm. So, who was um, the next pick? Next so, pick was the Hawks. Yes. I like this one. Nicholas so, you Watson. had it in your draft, Watson slipping a little bit, but he kind of went back to the five where he was kind of touted earlier. Mm. Yeah. So, I think the main reason for that is the Hawks didn't seem as keen on Curtin for some reason. I have my own theory, honestly, that Curtin wasn't giving utmost confidence in his desire to come to Melbourne, um, which I think makes a bit more sense than to go to Adelaide, which is less busy and less of a footy, um, you know, 24-7 footy yeah. world. So maybe I think that's why he slipped because he's a very good player, um, Dan Curtin. So the Hawks are then pretty much choosing between Riley Sanders and Nick Watson. And they must just think, and, and fair enough, that their midfield's pretty good. Like obviously you got... Uh, Newcomb, Will Day, McKenzie. There's some good pieces there. McDonald on the wing. McDonald on the wing. Yeah, Ward. Say, Josh Ward. Yeah. yeah. Would you say Warple as well? Warple's still yeah. there. So they've. Mm. It wasn't an urgent thing to bring in a Sanders type, who's a bit more just like a pure mid. Mm. And look, let's just have it straight. Nick Watson's a great player. Mm. I don't yeah. care how small yeah. he is. He, if all things go well for him, he'll be one of the best small forwards and like game changers in the league. Mm. So. I think that it's a perfect pick for. For the Hawks because they play a pretty like slingshot um, transition game, so mm-hmm. they're the type of team that could create a lot of space in the forward line for a small to kind of you know having one on one. He's going to kill you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they also got Ginevan as well, so they've kind of added two talented um, smalls under the tutelage of um, of Bruce. Yeah, right, who's still around. So mm-hmm. and Gunston as well just came in. You know, that's those are two well, of the best mentors you can get. Yeah, really. and their forward lines just transformed completely now. So it'd be mm-hmm. Mitch Lewis, Chol. Mm-hmm. Gunston, Bruce, Ginevan, Watson. That's You'd think that'd be the starting forward line. Yeah, so, yeah. that's that's fun. That's fun. At and the very least, it's fun. And it kind of suits, like George said, the way they play. You know, you yeah. get the ball in quick there. Chol makes a contest, and then you've got the wizard and Ginevan at your feet. So two very handy smalls and Bruce. So they get to grow together. So mm-hmm. I, I yeah. like it. I think the Hawks. We've seen that um, they're obviously going to continue to improve. They have like their best football for like a half. So they're still going to be dangerous at points next year. So he just adds to the danger. 100%. Yeah. I was going to say, the other picks for them, Will McCabe, another key defender to develop in the background. He's the father-son, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. With the, what was it? Yeah. Anyway, solid. We bid on him, actually. I just thought we, we did. Yeah. Him. So, um, yeah. He should be all right in the next couple of years. Can't really see him getting a game soon. Like, even though the Hawks were really desperate to get a key defender, I think they'll just play Frosty for another year, to be honest with you. I think that's that's probably the go. Because I think that's the guy that they want out of the, you know, out of the rotation a bit. Mm. Um, and then the other two guys, I don't really know much about um, him. I know another father son, Kel Shadir. Kel Shadir, he's a father son. Um, and then they brought in, brought in, sorry, Bodie Ryan, one eighty-seven centimeters, sort of like an intercept defender. So and from South bro, Australia, they love those. <laughs> they yeah. love those. Yeah. yeah. So that guy um, needs an R in his name, though, surely. 
I know it's Bodie, not yeah, but, Brody. Yeah, that's a very Aussie name. And I then like his it. last name's Ryan, so potentially could be Ryan Bodie. But yeah, did they just get it wrong? Is what it is. <laughs> did they just read it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so now I think good job on the Hawks. Obviously, they were always going to match the bid on McCabe. The later picks, time will tell. Um, they did relist Wingard and Cooper Stevens, though. So those guys sort of, um, you know, falling out of favor a little bit, but giving another chance to them as well. So um, yeah, good on the Hawks. Then there was the Doggies, who there wasn't much speculation about this pick. They traded up with clear reason to get pretty high up there, and pretty quickly took Riley Sanders. So. Um, another midfielder to join their on-ball crew, which yeah. <sighs> tell me about your thoughts on it because we've mm-hmm. spoken a lot about the doggies not playing Bailey Smith on ball enough. Obviously, mm. they've got a few pieces already of really elite pieces. What do you make of it overall? Look, with the way their list is trending, with the amount of tools that they have, because the next pick, the next pick after that was Croft, yeah. right? So Croft, Darcy, the draft before or before that, whatever it was. Yeah. You've got Norton who you've signed to a huge deal. You have Jamara who is probably going to sign for a huge deal. Mm. You needed some way to balance that out. Yeah. And I think that was getting like an elite midfield prospect in Riley Sanders. So I'm, I'd be very happy if I was them. I think it might be a precautionary thing to, you know, Trelaw getting a bit older, uh, Libba getting a bit older, Who's the other one? And then Bailey Smith, maybe he's on. He's really on the outs. Maybe that's the case. Well, Libba's pretty old as well, right? Yeah. So they do it. need some new, uh, some mm. younger players coming through. And they probably don't have many off the top of my head. Young mids, like on ballers, yeah. Not mm. too many come to mind. So mm. fair enough. Um, yeah, no, I think it's great. And then look, they were playing Caleb Daniel in the guts true. during this year. So like, uh, even though he was... We was doing all right. I'd rather have him in the half back line, maybe even in the forward line. Use his, his you know, his pinpoint kicking around there. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, nah, I'd be wrapped if I was them, mate. Like the fact that that's how the that's how the chips fell for them. They end up with Riley Sanders. Mm. Yeah, very, I would say straight off the bat, I think he's a terrific player. Mm. Like he gets sort of unfairly criticised that he's not quick enough or not, not as much of an outside player. But I think that's rubbish. Like he's not. McKercher like speed for example mm. in the same class but sort of they're calling him more like a Matty Crouch just on baller which I think is unfair he, he's got the ability to run with his teammates I mm. think so yeah like look from the footage that I've seen of him running you know you know, doing the outside run he doesn't look any slower than Correct. Horn Francis to yeah. be honest with you like Horn Francis he has that type of athleticism where it you know, yeah. and that was one of Dean's um, comparisons yeah. in the video. I agree. He doesn't look that much slower. Well, it's yeah. not necessarily about like leg speed, like it's burst, right? Because you don't have to be a, just a 100 meter sprinter. Correct. You've yeah. got to be able to get out of traffic and get the hand pass. Yeah. yeah. I think he's not as powerful as Horn Francis, but similar body shape and, and traits. So, mm. yeah, very good pick there. You mentioned Mata, Jordan Croft as well. So, yeah, this mm. kid's really thin, tall. He's skillful, but mm. it'll take at least couple of years for him to get games yeah. um, and there's no rush like you said they've got yeah. enough Mate, they're so stacked yeah. they're so stacked in that regard it makes me wonder whether like someone like Dramara will be like hey man I'm not going to re-sign the big contract and go somewhere else depends um, yeah because like, they've just yeah. given Norton the money but he's not he's not he's not going to be starved of opportunity so if he likes the no. club yeah. they got to change the coach we'll say we've, we've been away from the podcast a couple of weeks so I haven't been able to say Bevo out <laughs> but now I feel good again. There's yeah. your moment. Um, and then later on, they got uh, Lachlan Smith, who's a ruckman, 
from Gippsland Power. So <laughs> at the time they got more tools, more tools. Yeah, the best available ruck. I guess that'll just be a long term development. Yeah, and a replacement for Jordan Sweet in the VFL side. Yeah, they so. were kind of saying on draft night, oh maybe if English leaves in the future. Obviously, there's the Western Australia links there, but um, and then they also got Aiden O'Driscoll, who's um, Nathan's Nathan's brother, yep, mm. um, and Joel Frazier, who's more of like a big winger, sort of pretty powerful outside player. So that's a decent fit for them because, like, I feel like their wing position is just so up in the air. Like, yeah. is it Polter? Is it the 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 guy the the ginger guy? Um, um Richards? R- no, nah, not Richards. Richards is good. Yeah. The other one, the other one who oh, was they just, recruited him. The super coach one from Melbourne. Yeah, I can't remember that that guy. I'm so out of the footy. We all league. had him on Supercoach. Yeah, we all had him on Supercoach in our midfielder. Yeah, I've yeah. completely forgotten who he is. Yeah, but you can picture. No, him, I know, you know, I know. Yeah, yeah, about. that guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> see, see how replaceable he is. Like we don't even know his. <laughs> they got rid of Crozier too, didn't they? I believe so. He retired. I think. Did he retire? Yeah, he was a gun man. I think he retired. Oh, yeah. I like so Crozier they probably a lot. do need a, a winger. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Hunter. Hunter doesn't play for He's at Melbourne. Hunter, yeah, Hunter's gone. Hunter doesn't Hunter's play for gone. Bro, four, four weeks out of footy, you just forget everything. <laughs> Bad. Um, Oscar Baker. There he is. Running <laughs> down the wing. That's him, man. <laughs> but Oscar Baker's not, not that good of a... That's what I'm saying. I think Frazier's a good uh, pickup yes. for them, you know, because it's just like... it's just, And Polter, you know what I mean? Like, who are these? Pol- yeah, come on. Then. Yeah, that dude went the wrong way in his first game. <laughs> <you know what laughs> <I mean? laughs> anyway. I should mention as well, um, Aiden O'Driscoll is very different than his brother. Instead of being a like taller winger he's more of a small forward so just keep that in mind um cool then we actually speaking of melbourne we turned to melbourne who drafted caleb windsor at seven so passed on curtain yeah windsor sort of started getting a lot of draft attention in the build-up by cal toomey and honestly like i see it to an extent he's very um fast outside wingman Mm. but for me i don't know i i would think dan curtain's the more high-end talent in my opinion yeah but and again I'm, I'm a bit sus of the go home factor specifically so i don't know yeah i think you got to weigh up go home factor but perhaps a higher talent or a dude who may just contribute straight away mm. and have a decent amount of talent and there's no real concern about windsor leaving no you know there'd be no like a melbourne boy getting you know drafted by melbourne so he's um, probably oh sorry keep going sorry. yeah no i think I don't, I don't know. I'm lost, bro. Oh, sorry, bro. I <laughs> no, no, no. So. You've no. probably got to say something better anyway. So, well, I, well, I have faith. That is a lot of pressure on what I'm going to say. I have say. faith. Whatever you're going to say next is going to be <laughs> nuggets. Carlton's winning the flag next year. <laughs> <laughs> there, we um, there we go. But Windsor um, is probably a player that could come in and play straight away for Melbourne, is what I was going to say. Especially, I don't know about this Clayton Oliver situation. We mm. don't really know what to make of that, what is going to come out next year. True. But, um, and Brayshaw has had his concussion issues so it could be a situation where he comes in and has some sort of responsibility as a first year player mm-hmm. in their midfield so you know I, they traded Melbourne traded up for picks right I think they do need a new up and coming midfielder so well mm. when you consider that Holland's for Carlton played most games last year mm. I think this kid has a similar sort of aerobic that's right abilities but mm. seemingly a bit more skillful and um, a bit more, more expert yeah more penetrating yeah. moving forward so yeah. I think, yeah, they've definitely sort of drafted for need there. Even with Thorstrup, who they picked at pick 13, yeah. mm. um, he played senior. Um, was he in SA? Uh, waffle. 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 Yeah, he yeah. was in the Waffle pretty much all the year. He played senior games there mm. as a sort of defensive small forward. Mm. Um, but obviously, there's untapped potential as well. So, yeah. Um, well, they've really targeted the forward line. Correct. And like the medium to small forwards. Like, 
um, McAdam. Um, I think there was, an, there was another one as well that they picked up as well. But, you know, Tholstrup mm. and now – and Windsor, he'll probably start as a half forward, you know, or maybe play on the other wing to Langdon. Yeah, I think he'll um, play with wing. wing. Yeah. yeah. So, I think they've really – they've seen that they need that those – they need those positions sort of, um, you know, uh, beefed up because they've had a few randoms going through there, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, uh, did they have any other picks? That they, was it, just 7 and 13. And yeah. then in the rookie draft, they relisted Malksham. Okay. And they picked up a father-son, Kynan Brown. Mm, so, okay. See, that's the thing. Malksham was a dude who was getting a lot of games, mm. playing the half-forward, you know, type role. He's very replaceable, let's be fair. Like, as you can see, they put him on the rookie list. No, but he's um, ACL. Oh, okay, I see. Oh, so well, he won't you go. be back till yep. maybe late next year. They may finals, he might be back. Hmm. So then they, they really did need a player in that position then, yeah, I guess. Because got injured like... It would have been later in the season. Eight, round 18, 17 vibe, hmm. I think. Right, I think you started playing well. As yeah, well. Well, he played well, then he got injured. Yeah, that, that happens, that's happened to him a bit, actually. They'll have a forward who actually gets into form and then he's out for the season. Yeah. Like Petty did the same thing. Yeah. You know, he was... He was Killing it at one point, it made him a million dollar player, and then he got injured. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, it was well, even Joel Smith. Yeah, so had a good final, then had a drug scandal. True. <laughs> there we go. That's so. If yeah. you're a forward, don't go to Melbourne. Yeah, it's kiss of death. Let's <laughs> yeah. be fair. Even Ben Brown lost his hair. You know what I mean? Ben like, Brown lost his hair. You know that was it. You know what I mean? Um, who's who's yeah. um the I've, I don't know how I've forgotten this guy's name. The goal, GWS player currently. Um, what from oh Hogan 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 yeah yeah he, rising star yeah. to nowhere man in Frio yeah that's <laughs> bad luck for Melbourne forwards bro yeah bad um, mm. Fritch has that hair bro like, what the hell's that <laughs> um, Fritch is Fritch is the only exception yeah true true um, um, but yeah so next pick was this is where it changed up a bit right so it was GWS yeah okay but yeah. then Adelaide saw Dan Curtin slipping and said. We wouldn't mind us some Daniel Curtin, so mm. they did a trade. <laughs> I, I'm, I reckon that that's probably the best pick, you know, mm. for the draft. Really, the fact that you could get this high end talent slipping past, you know, all the Melbourne based teams, you know, or not she, yeah, or, yeah, slipping from us. I think it's a great pickup for them, um, and worth the risk because they didn't give up that much. No, it was a fair deal, and I think this is why they brought in live trading so that mm. you can. Actually, pick up who you want to pick up mm. if you're willing to pay if the price. If the opportunity, you know, arises. Correct. So, you know, you see Dan Curtin, who could have gone third, fourth, fifth, mm. slip to eighth, and you're Adelaide thinking, well, look, when was their pick? I think originally was it eleven or twelve? It would have been twelve, actually. You're thinking, geez, the guys we all like are going to be gone. It's mm. sort of now or never. So, also move for them. He will sort of slot in, probably in the halfback line. Um, mm. Him, Makalini, really exciting. Yeah. Two youngsters there. How many dudes were they trialing in the back line last year? Mm. You know what I mean? Like Borlas was getting some time. Um, you know, Nick Ball, Murray got... Borlas. 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 Never heard of that guy. I'm genuinely James, James Borlas. Got no James idea Ball, who he is. Yeah, he got, he got re-rookied <laughs> as well. Look at the look at the rookie picks. Um, yeah, James like, Borlase. Trust me, trust me, bro. Trust bro, Borlase was Borlase was meant to be that guy. There was another dude that they trialed back there as well. They had another. <laughs> they've had another. F- <laughs> I swear, Borlase exists. <laughs> My favorite part is Matza said it, and we're moving like for the professionalism of this podcast. We'll just 
<laughs> go with it. <laughs> go I with just it. genuinely, honestly, have not heard his name ever spoken. <laughs> Bro. I you believe s- you. I can see it. I can see yeah, it. Yeah, bull, bull ass. Bull ass. Bro, <laughs> I had a gather around in Adelaide and not one person saw this guy. <laughs> uh, there you uh, go. I learned uh, something new today. Anyway, so Jimmy B. Um, <laughs> so they've got Jimmy B. They, they've tried a few guys down there. Okay, you can do a lot worse than having Daniel Curtin back there. 100%. Um, you know, I think Nick Murray got injured and he was doing okay. There was an, you know, due day's gone. gone, yeah. And that's, that's you know, that, that's an upgrade, I reckon, just about. And if you think mm. back to my player comps, mm. I did comp Curtin to a certain Jordan Dawson. You did. Slash Darcy did. Moore, did I not? Yeah, because he so, could probably go into the midfield at some point, couldn't he? Look, yeah. it wouldn't be something I'd expect long-term, but, I mean, you look at Geelong, they're even throwing Tom Stewart there, so anything's up for grabs. Yeah, true, true. Um, <laughs> um, but I think it, having that left foot intercept ability and the height he's even taller than Dawson so mm. yeah um, one one's a left footer one's a right footer one on each wing no they're both yeah. left oh he's couldn't have left yeah he's, he's a lefty a left. as well oh, he's geez. a lefty yeah yeah he's shows literally just a taller version of Dawson almost so that's pretty cool man. that's um, pretty cool then yeah no they've done well Adelaide then at um 21 they picked up Charlie Edwards who sort of a late riser on the boards he was part of Sandringham's um Coates League winning team mm. 190-ish centimetre mid, but they reckon he can sort of play defence while he develops. So, mm. sort of an interesting prospect there. And then Oscar Ryan, again, around that 187 mark. Yeah, the dude who looked blasted on draft day. He yeah. didn't know what was going on, mate. I he don't think he was expecting to be picked, to be honest. No, not at all, <laughs> Had a couple. <laughs> yeah, nah. well, Good on him, though. That was that was the one where I think he took Connor O'Sullivan's jersey. No, that was, the, um, that was the guy with the funny name. The GWS by Phoenix Gothard. Gothard. Oh, did he take um, yeah, O'Sullivan? Yeah. Oh, well, someone else then. Someone else maybe. There was yeah. a couple of people where that happened. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, but Wouldn't yeah. you just like bring it just in case if you're on the... Yeah, if you know, rock up. Yeah, no, you're right. Just bring it with you. Yeah. Well, yeah. just wear it. Just to represent your, you represent know, your, your junior club, you know. Yeah. 100%. They don't yeah. want to spill beer on it. That's why. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, or maybe it's just kind of like, oh, bro, look at this guy. He's bringing the, col- he's bringing the polo. What, you reckon you're going to get drafted, boy? <laughs> yeah. Mate, you might not even get drafted at all, you know? How bad would that be? Yeah. Nah, true. Yeah, that's pro- they're probably saving themselves from that little... Because no, people would be saying, like, not knowing you. Oh, congratulations. You're like, no, no, not me. No, not today. Not, not today. today. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I would say as well, actually, so that pick eight, which was GWS, then became Adelaide, was originally Richmond. Um, oh, because of their ladder position. Oh, with the Hopper and man, um, he'd be a great, traits, so. he'd be a great fit at Richmond, man. Dan Curtin, he would have been like him, him, Gipkus, you know, bringing them up into the, you know, actually, Gipkus might not even play again. What's, what's going well, on? He's got some like it's really significant bad. hamstring injuries. Yeah, that he's did they send him overseas? Yeah, 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 they sent him to Dubai or Qatar or something. But like, if if he was like fit, you know, if he was able to get back into it, mm. plus a Curtin, plus a Noah Bolter. That's yeah. a dynamic defense. That's why you don't trade future first round picks, in my opinion. True. That's just me, though. I don't know. Hey, hey. That's, that's me personally, that's me. though. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So we spoke about Gold Coast at nine. Mm. Then there was Essendon. <clears throat> so actually, yeah. this was Geelong. Yes. At 10. And then Essendon's given them, I think, pick 37 to mm. move up one spot mm. to nab Nate Caddy. Yeah. The, um, the door is special. Here, here's <laughs> you knew what I was going to say. Yeah, so. I, know, I know. All right. Uh. I've got no problem with trading a late pick to move up one spot and grab the guy you really like. Mm. So, tick. Well done. That's a good move. Mm. But the media completely riding on Dodoro here. Like, yeah, acting like it's a stroke of genius. Yeah. Like, well done. I am willing to bet you my life savings. Geelong was not going to take Nate Caddy. <laughs> and that they've just 
flexed it, done a little cheeky, like, yep, mm. teased it. We're going to pick him so that Essendon can pay up something. Mm. And that's sort of what it's all about, right? So Ge- I reckon Geelong played Essendon and Essendon was happy to play along because mm. it wasn't a steep price. Yeah. That's I, fair enough, both I ways. I think the concern was that maybe another club would come in and swoop for it. That was what they were saying. But like, I don't know. Who knows? I, I will praise Essendon for just getting their guy, mm. but I'm not going to overdo the praise. Like, mm. calm down. Yeah. Um, uh, but look, he's a good fit for what they have going on. Correct. Because I don't think... They don't really have that many key forwards. Actually, what I'm saying, they've got Peter... Peter Wright. Peter Wright. You got, you know, was it, was it Laverty who was playing forward? Langford. Langford, sorry. Langford, I get those two confused. You know, Langford had a really good season. You know, Caddy would be a decent, you know, third tall option there. I don't well, mind that at all. If Langford can do well in that system, I'm sure Caddy will at some point as well. Yeah, true. It's true. more physically impressive. Mm, yeah. Um, and he's got an engine on him as well. So, you know, mm. whether he gets some midfield time, you know, I, I think he might at some point. Won't be like consistent CBAs, but, mm. you know, might as well give him the opportunity because they don't really have a grunty big, you know, midfielder. Apart from Stringer when he's fit, you know. Yeah, the like, three games a year he plays. Can't rely on him. I don't can think you can rely on him yeah. anymore. He's old now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. So um, and with the way he like you know the way he seems, he can He's not going to last. He's not going to be one of those dudes playing until he's thirty five. Let's be fair. You know, yeah. he seems like a bit of a you know he he, he enjoys his weekends. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think, I, I think he enjoys his weekends. Yeah. I think that's safe to say. Weekend maybe, weekend enjoyer. Maybe some weekdays. Potentially. Week, weekdays. Some weekday enjoyers. Yeah, true, true. Um, <laughs> it's crazy the potential of, of Stringer, man. A couple of years ago, he was like almost the best player in the comp. Yeah. yeah. When he would do that, like, you know, the the few CBAs and just win Essendon games. Yeah. Just on his own. That was mm. pretty crazy, to be fair. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the Bombers did that at pick 10. And then at pick 39, they picked up Luamon Luau, who after pick or at pick 40 would have been tied to the Doggies, I believe. Yeah. So they've just really done a dirty there on yeah. on the dogs. I think they're actually going to just release him at the end of the year. They just wanted to mess with the dogs, just out of spite. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like we wanted Sanders, you know. Yeah, um, so yeah, no, I think um, yeah, he seems like he could be all right. You know? He's pretty short-ish for a defender. He's more like one eighty, not mm. closer to one ninety, but um, really quick. So mm. potentially an exciting player. And then Archie Roberts, they picked up at fifty-four. Who was this guy? Slider. Yeah, slider. huge slider, yeah. Probably yes. the biggest one of the draft, yeah. really. Well, he's you just know. a halfback, kind of pacey, kind of a good kick. I think he's just really solid. I don't know if he's going to be mm. anything special, but... Yeah. Well, they um, lost D'Ambrosio, so there's a spot for one of one of those two later picks to fight for. Correct. So, yeah, there we go. Feels a need. 100%. Mm. Um, and then they picked up a big Bruckman in the rookie draft, big Vigo Vicentini. So is he brothers of Vicentini from Port? I believe yes. so. He's also like tall. Yeah. So mm. big Vigo is 203, mate. So mm. and he's got a cool name too, Vigo. Very cool name. Yeah. VV. That's it, man. That's it. <laughs> v for Vicentini. <laughs> there you go. Is Vicentini, I think, is that like a, a lemon or something in the. In, what is that? What is Vicentini? I'm sure that that's a fruit in Italian. Vicentini. You know, I have some Vicentini. You know what I mean? Something else in Greek as well. What's it? What's it in Greek? Is it? Is it appropriate the to big, say? The big, the big Vizi. Oh, Vizi. That's, that's <laughs> hey, 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 I didn't shorten it like that. Shout, shout out to our Greek listeners. Yeah, true, true. You know, you know. Bit of a pop for them. Yeah. Um, so let's move on. So, so the Vigo cats, Vizi, mate. Let's big, go. Big Vigo. Um, so the cats uh, just moved back one spot. Picked up Connor O'Sullivan, who is it? Probably going to be a key defender. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's pretty much the Radagalia replacement 
that you know it's just fallen to their laps nicely. So oh, Geelong just picks up these tall guys and then they become elite key defenders out of nowhere. So bad. For who at Sam DeConing, you know he that that one was really out of nowhere. Did not expect that. Um, they picked up a lot of players, Geelong. Yeah, so mm. they got O'Sullivan. Then later they picked up Mitch Edwards, who's a ruckman from WA, mm. who's honestly amongst all the rucks that got chosen. He actually was the Australia Academy's ruckman. So oh. at this point in time, was considered their starter. Mm. But obviously, yeah, things can change with the tools. But mm. and you um, know what? He he could even get time on the ground this year because like they've got Stanley. Of course, they had a dude who debuted at the end of the year and ruined my super coach year. Conway, he, yeah, Conway. He destroyed English and destroyed my super coach year. But anyway, um, yeah. So I've got you know I've got beef with Conway. All right. Uh, but yeah, like, but they're not guaranteed, you know, first ruck. You yeah. know what I mean? Come on, it's Conway. He's just got. Yeah. Um, so he's got beef with Conway. Yeah. No, I remember we're sitting. We're sitting at um. What beach was it? Aya Marina Beach, and <laughs> in, Crete, in, Crete. in Crete. And I'm sitting there, pissed off that Toby Conway is killing Tim English. Tim English. Is this the one where you had him captain? I had Tim English captain. I was next to you that time, and you just. That's what sat, I'm saying. You just watched Tim English. Oh, it was in the last quarter, and he resurrected the score a little bit. He did, but, but it was like 102. That's yeah. not against a first game ruckman. 150 at least, <laughs> man. Come on. Anyway, yeah, that's harsh, anyway. man. That's harsh. Yeah, no, that hurt. Anyway, um, where were we at? Ge- Geelong in the so, draft. So, yeah, um, they got uh, Mitch Edwards. Then they picked up, this is an interesting one, that yeah. 36, Sean Manag. Let's go Manor. Manag. Manor? Manor? We'll go with Manor. Manor. Yeah. He was in um, Werribee's VFL team and a very mm. good player, apparently. Yeah. Um, sort of a medium, smallish forward mid. Mm. Um, kicked six goals in the Werribee final. Apparently, twenty six touches. Yeah, I was gonna say like height, like twenty disposals, six goals in a granny. Yeah, that's impressive, man. And Geelong does pretty well with the mature ages. So, mm. super coach option straight away. Yeah. I'd say. I'd think so. Um, and the an, next pick I really one. like. Mm. Oh, he's, I had him he's a slider, right? He's a yeah. slider. This guy here did his ACL last year. Then he comes back this year, and he was captain of the Australia team. Play sort of defender initially in his local team, but then midfield. And in the midfield, he was a beast. Like he's mm. physically probably like you'd look at him and say he's a 25-year-old AFL player. Yeah. He's I was talking about George Stevenson. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So we finally got a decent George in the system as yeah, well. Right. Actually, there is a few now. George Wardlaw, George Stevenson. There's George, a resurgence of Georges. We're on the comeback. That's it, man. I'm nominating for the draft next year as well. Yeah. You should. <laughs> See, for a while, you guys were represented by George Hall and Smith. And that was kind of it. Well, you guys, you guys remember that Hewitt? guy, George Hewitt? Oh yeah, you know, you know, mate. There's some decent Georgies, mate. I don't uh, mind them, man. Uh, George Castagna. I never worked out what his name was, Jason or George. Do you talking about Seinfeld? Castagna? Are you talking no. about Richmond? No, Richmond. Castagna. That's Jason Castagna. <laughs> no, but it was Jason George. <laughs> maybe they've said maybe because of, you know George, maybe it was the Seinfeld reference. I George Castagna. I swear his real name <laughs> no. was George or some shit. But no, I, I don't know. No. I don't know where you got that. Right, I don't know what you, media you're, you know, you're you consuming. Made, you you came up with a random Adelaide player that doesn't exist, and I'm telling you, this thing that I've said is right. <laughs> this thing is jo- right. Oh yeah, there's a George Borlas, man. Is yeah. a, <laughs> um, nah. Well, is Stevens quick or is he slow? That's the knock on him. Is he's not known for his speed. He's just a big yeah. brute sort he, of force kind of player. He may be a plotter, but I think with <laughs> they they have a they have a funny today, I guess. Um I guess well dude, they've got a pretty like um what's the word? The young midfielders that they that they, they do have are quick. So he could fit nicely in that mix because they've got mm. Bruins relatively quick, 
Um, Max Holmes definitely quick. Max Holmes is um, is lightning. Yeah. Um, Cooper's. I'm pretty sure. Um, sorry, George Stevens. He's so he's about 189. So tall. He's 100 kilos already. I'm yeah. telling you, he's, he's a monster. Huge man. Yeah. So he could just roll over, and mm. as long as there's a little bit of fall on the ground, he can just continue. Yeah, hey, hey, potentially perhaps, perhaps. Hey, like that's um, so he's actually really quick as well. Yeah, if that's the case, <laughs> over over long distances he picks up. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like uh, in Pokemon Rollout. Then yeah. I'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty shitty move. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you have to wait for it to become good. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Anyway. Um, so then they actually, I think they bought back into the draft to pick up two more local boys. So they got Oliver Wiltshire and Lawson Humphreys. Honestly, I don't know much about them. Yeah. Oh, no one did. They, they were like top outside the top 100. Yeah. Like, so, they're both yeah. sort of from that Geelong way. Mm. Um, which, you know what? Fair play to Geelong picking some local kids as well. Yeah. Some um, vibe picks. You know what I mean? Correct. Yeah. You so, know what's a vibe pick? Emerson Jecker in the rookie draft. Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's mate. a vibe, man. Yeah. Because he's got the... They have to keep the best name in the AFL. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best names in the AFL. Still That's definitely AFL. one of the best names. Emerson Jecker. Bruh. Um, Mm, Actually, so can I just bring up something about the draft that I forgot to mention before? Yeah. So you know how I like sort of routinely complain about certain things like umpires or whatever. Mm. The I've just been drafted interview. My goodness, like Ben Dixon, bless him. <laughs> but like, man, they were some of the worst <laughs> interviews, and it's not even his fault, right? Like we all know he's been given flashcards. Like, hey, let's ask this player about his. Like with Dersma, it's like, oh, I heard um, all your brother, all your siblings are like the names start with X Y W X Y Z. Is that true? <laughs> like, come on, man! Like this kid's just had his dream of being drafted done, and you're asking him questions he's been but, asked but like a thing, thousand times. But the thing is, is these guys they probably get some media training like really early, right? But they still they haven't, right? They're just kids, seventeen, eighteen year old kids. So the ability to kind of hold the mic, hold the conversation, answer the right ways. Limited as well. I think just simply ask them, mate, how does that feel? Let them say whatever they want. Mm. And oh, just mate, say, I'm stoked. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's actually not a good question because they all say, oh, yeah, dream come true. Yeah, stoked. And they're all That's Aussie. okay. Yeah. That's fine. It's better than asking them, so I hear uh, you're a decent Uno player. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, it's just, it's not fair. It's not fair on the players. Their, their minds are probably spinning. Like, come on. Anyway. No if offense he actually, to Dicko. If he actually is a decent Uno player, that's quite a flex. Mm. Yeah, there was one dude who they, they've talked up as an Uno player because they did a Uno comp at the AFL Academy. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. Was it Harley? No. Nah. Maybe it was George. Oh, you're right. It was a few of them. Yeah. yeah they were talking about they, it. They definitely did that. So, uh-huh. so anyway, uh, look, mm. I don't know the solution. I just know that's not the answer. Let's <laughs> <laughs> leave it at that. We'll workshop well, something. Well, thanks for just posing this problem and not giving us a solution. <laughs> yeah, basically creating a problem. Uh, yeah. No, just, oh, here's the solution. Ask, how are you feeling? Mm. Be in the moment with them mm. and let them go. That's mm. that's my solution. Ask them about the team, maybe. Correct. You know I mean, are you excited about joining North? Yeah, North? something like yeah. that. Um, I say, yeah, man, got a good young list, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. coach. I good love coach. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Can't wait for Zach Fisher to call me by the wrong name. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Sorry, sorry about that. But next pick, so GWS finally back on the board now. They picked Phoenix Gothard, which me and Matza, who were following the draft at the time. Mm. Just erupted like whoa! Well, what the heck has just yeah. happened? That was the burst. The, the burst. The first big slip. Oh no, not slip. The opposite of slip. Bolter. Uh, Bolter. Yeah, yeah. Reach of the draft. We'll say um, with Gothard, they must have had some sort of intel that Melbourne really wanted him before that or something, because mm. that was the pick directly after, which was Tholstrup. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
And he was the one where he didn't have his local team stop on. So O'Sullivan, who's just mm. been picked, mm. here's his mm. best mate. Yeah. Go next and like freaks out. You can yeah. see him. He's in. He's, O'Sullivan's in the interview. With, oh, they're talking to Joel Salwood. Yes. And he's like shaking his hand and stuff. And then like he, halfway through the conversation, he hears that his friends uh, yeah, yeah. gone drafted. And the mm. funny thing is, one of the uh, Geelong draftees uh, or. or Head plays is kind of motions. Oh, go, go play! It's like a mum's taking you to the park and allowed you to go play with your best friends or something oh, like that. That's cute. Because <laughs> <That's laughs> um, he kind of looked at him. Do I have permission to go? Go, go. Yeah, and that was cool, a really cool moment because there was a lot of other of their mates there and mm. obviously scenes when he got picked. So, look, you watch this kid's highlights. He's a small forward, let's say, but he's got a bit of zip to him. Good IQ, like he lowers the eyes, hits targets. Seems like a very GWS player, in my opinion. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely very surprising that he went at this point. Yeah. And then the next one was a guy who they were linked with for that early pick. It was Jake Le- J- James Leake. James Leake. James Leake. Um, yeah. But again, both very GWS-C type picks, which, you know, it's basically, all right, we've already stocked up on the out, you know, the inside mids. We've got key positions sorted. Now let's just get that in between area, mm. you know. Correct. Um, so, and Leaky's a bit of a utility, bit of forward, bit of back. Sort of that like elite role player mm. that GWS seems to have quite a few of. So, yeah. very nice of them. They mm. did pick up an academy boy as well, Harvey Thomas, as well as Joseph Fonte, who I don't know too much about him. Mm. Joe Fonte, he's 189 centimeter. Cool um, name as well. Player. They've got him as a defender here. I honestly don't know too much about him, but he's from mm. WA. Yeah. Um, you know, with that height. Might have a bit of wing time potentially, a bit of halfback. So, mm. see how he goes. Did you say 170? 189. 189. Because oh, he's a big kid. Okay. Yeah, he's a pretty big boy. So, mm. Um, mm. And then next one. So, Matzo, you mentioned Colton Thorstrup and Melbourne maybe having some intel with Gothard. So, they've mm. clearly sort of... T- Actually, we spoke about Melbourne, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We yeah, did yeah. speak about them. So, yeah, yeah, to your point though, they probably did have some sort of intel. Mm. You um, have to think that like these clubs have way more information than we do. So Yeah, 100%. Um, and then the next few picks, we've already spoken about their team. So Jake Rogers, Jordan Croft, Sydney, first Ruckman that was non-academy in the draft. So they've picked up Will Green from Victoria. Mm. Um, yeah, interesting one because they did just pick up Brody Grundy. You know what I mean? So obviously it's not a, you know, uh, what's the word? It's not a win now move. They just must have seen something yeah. in Will Green that they liked, you know, as a developing type player. Well, how old is Grundy? Is Grundy he- would be probably 30 now, I would say. So, it's kind of a genius move to say, okay, mm. we've got Grundy now. We'll see out his contract. Mm. He'll be 32, 33. Yeah. And then we've got this kid who we really rate and he's going to be ready to go. So, if all goes to plan, they won't need to worry about their ruck stocks for years. Yeah, true. Um, which is important because you can get rucks, but... There's only a few really good ones. So Yeah, true. And look, I think most of the good rucks have been drafted around that period. So it's like late like at this point it's almost it's it's late first, it's almost second round. That's where all the good ones are, That's true. to be honest. That's so true. Yeah. yeah, maybe they've got something there. They've got some sort of um, you know, intel that they know, you know, that there's um what's the word? That there's clear growth from the kid. So yeah, mm. why not? And I think as well, um, there was talks that the Saints were interested in him as well. So, a few picks later. Mm. Um, actually, we'll stay on Sydney, sorry. Um, okay, what Cleary. Else? Cleary, yeah. So, yeah. he was a um, academy pick for them. Yeah. So, he's going to be another, you know, golden slash. He's a grunt. He's an inside mid. Is yes. He? Yeah, he's a grunt. He? So. There you go. They so just added more, more grunt to the midfield. Mm. Which is pretty much what they needed. Yeah, I think so. that's a good pick. Mm. 
And then they got Patrick Snell, a key forward, 194 centimetres later in the draft. So Interesting. I don't mind taking a pick, you know, on a potential key forward. Like North did it with a pick 70 back in the day with Larky. So Yeah, there you go. You know, not all are going to turn out that good. But Mitch Lewis was also a really high draft pick. Like all sorry, high, low, whatever you want to call it. You know, he might have been 60, 70, 50, something like that. Yeah, it was it was late, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, fair enough. I mean, you never know with these guys how they develop, but yeah. I was gonna say about Mitch Lewis. They just thought it was because, you know, um Sam Mitchell retired that year and Jordan Lewis retired that year. They just thought that they wanted, you know, um they needed to fill the name. They kind of had to, didn't they? Yeah, they, they already did. had the name tags ready. So yeah, exactly. what, what are they gonna do? Throw them out? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, this kid can play, you know. <laughs> Worked out all right for them. Um yeah. Um so yeah, that was Will Green and Sydney at sixteen, mm. then Leak with the um Greater Western Sydney. Mm. Giants, and then next was the Saints. So what I was saying earlier was, I think the Saints wanted Will Green. Yeah. So Sydney's just jumped on it there. Instead, the Saints got Darcy Wilson mm-hmm. with pick eighteen. Um, honestly, like I was keeping an eye on a lot of the players at this point due to North being on the clock soon. Mm. I'm not a big Darcy Wilson guy personally. Mm. I think he's a solid guy. He'd probably suit what the Saints need, which is a bit mm. more run on the outside, and um, I think he's more sort of like a wingman halfback. Mm. Um, but sort of. I mean, they've got quite a few wingers now, though, don't they? Like, mm. but I think that's just the way they like to play. Yeah, they just yeah. love you know free flowing running after you know the harsh defending that they do as well. So I feel like they yeah. just need outside class in general. Mm. But if you look at their last couple of uh, drafts, they had um, uh, Miller, Wanganee mm. Miller. They've got um, Philippou. Now they've added uh, Wilson and also Collard. Yeah, so, he's nice, Collard. Mm. Good pick. Yeah, he's the one that Georgie just got away. I just yeah. got away from him. I don't know that much about him, but I was upset that we didn't get him. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt like he was the one we were meant to get. Yeah. And Silvani being like Silvani, yes. right? Picking right before Carlton, just digging in the heels. Mm-hmm. He's meant to be doing like inside trading for Carlton. That's his, that's his job. I swear mm. Silvani's first like priority is how do I piss off as many people as possible? Then how do I benefit my team? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's his sort of like oh, preference. That's his way of list management. Correct. The Doros is how do I get everyone to think I'm the best? Yeah. Then who do I pick? <laughs> list managers with personalities need to go away, in my opinion. North Melbourne's just like, how do we be the best blokes possible and just give everyone a fair deal? <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. We don't we don't really screw anyone over. You know. <laughs> Unfortunately. But yeah. Um mm. but yeah, yeah, so the Saints get Wilson, then Collard. Angus Hasty at pick thirty three. He's more of a again, a bit of run mm. off half back. That's yeah, um, they, that's all they wanted, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's all they and got. And then Hugo Garcia, who 185 centimeter forward apparently, so probably got a bit of zip to him. I, I don't know too much about him. Mm. Showmaker was the other one. Yeah, this guy slipped. He was the very yeah. last pick, I think, or yeah. one of the last. Yeah. I'm not going to go into the reasons I've heard, but I've heard some really bad, like, um, what's the word? Disciplinary issues. Oh, right. But, like, look. They've given a guy a chance who has clear talent, yeah. you know, and let's give him the benefit of the doubt that he'll clean up his act and, you know. Well, one of them we can talk about, which was actually public knowledge now, which was mm. something to do with buying alcohol underage and with his yeah. mates and whatever, Dream, maybe even, something like that. Yeah. And he got suspended. Um, but then there's others. Yeah, we won't comment because... Yeah, it's nah, sort of, it's speculation. It's speculation. It's like, yeah. Um, but look, in terms of his talent, I've mentioned him throughout the year to Matza because I've been watching pretty closely. Mm. He has some games off halfback where he takes the kick-ins and if the team's kicked a lot of behinds, he will get like an insane number of uh, rebound 50s, an insane number of kicks. Mm. He's a long kick too, isn't he? Yeah, he'll have like mm. 25 kicks to two handballs sort of thing. Mm. 
Um, and he's mm. tall, so yeah, he's a super coach pick as well. Hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. If he's on kick-ins, yeah. now the only thing is, like, some people think his kick is amazing. Other people think it's just a long kick because <laughs> there is a difference, right? Yeah. Um, like, is he handsome or is he just tall? Like, yeah, something like that, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, from my point of view, Ugh. I think he's talented. Yeah, I think there's a reason he slipped. Probably partially the um, off the field stuff. Probably partially as well. I think a lot of clubs think he's a bit overrated in terms of the quality of his kicking. Yeah, well, um, I guess he's not particularly quick no. for you know for a player who's is he a key defender? He's one ninety four centimeters. Is yeah. he key or is he you know a flanker? You know, it's he's kind of that in between. Yeah, area. I feel like a lot of the the players that aren't that quick have actually uh, the ones that slide as mm. well. Mm. And I think the modern game is one where you have to be. Every team is looking to add pace to their to the way that mm. they play. Yeah, that's just the modern game. Mm. So if yeah. you're not if if you're a plugger like Matt has said before, you know, I you've think got, plod plodder, no plugger, plugger. <laughs> is that what I said? No, no, I must have said plodder. <laughs> no, I would have said plodder. You said plodder. George is just yeah. Nah. I just like the the letter G, man. <laughs> Georgie G. If you're a plogger or plotter, up to you. <laughs> Either, um, <yeah. laughs> up to you. you I don't it. know if anyone's really saying, "Hey, I'm I'm a plotter." <laughs> no one's no one's ever gonna say that about themselves. You know, at like oh, a, I'm one of those slow mids. You know, <laughs> you're at the, one of those like alcohol anonymous meetings. Huh? I'm a plogger. <laughs> My name's George. I'm a plugger. Yeah. Oh, uh, Michael Barlow runs those meetings. <laughs> Barlow. Wait, after the injuries, after the injuries, he ran those meetings. Um, nah. Shout out to Michael Barlow, man. North D- Melbourne. Didn't he man. become like a, a coach now? Yeah, he's, he's a development coach at North Melbourne. So yeah. I hope he does really well. Um, the I, Saints. I don't. <laughs> Stuff <here. laughs> the Saints picked up Riley Bono in the preseason draft as well. So. Oh, true. Well, that's that's oh, not yeah. bad. All right. That's more outside run. I actually think they've done all right. He might mm. play a few games off halfback for them. Why not? Mm. Um, mm. Cool. So. We've spoken about then the Hawks matched a bid for McCabe. Yeah. North had another pick there in Goad. What was the next? Then the Crows point? had Edwards. North again with Dawson. North again yeah. with Hardiman. Yeah. Sydney with Cleary. Collingwood. Harry Damadia. Now, on draft night, I was sort of thinking, I, I like this guy a lot. I mm. was sort of keen on North to take him, but yeah. we went hard, the Hardiman route. And, Apparently, he's a, um, a bit of leadership potential, yeah. high footy IQ type of player, kind of ready to kind of get in, get involved. Yeah. Mm. He's another one. He had like, cricket as a priority apparently and then switch to footy so mm. um, the main thing about him though is his speed really fast um, you know can run all day and, and the Collingwood guys have sort of said if you can't run you can't play with us yeah well it makes sense it makes so, sense like the way that they play yeah and the next the next one as well was it straight yeah. after that Jath yeah. yeah another quick guy as well well it's interesting because is Jath going to play half back like his brother yes because mm. it yep. says in the Profile here with Dimatia. This is definitely Harry starting as a high back. Um, no doubt we'll see him in the midfield in the future, but they want to help release Nick Dacos into full time midfield. So they've mm. picked two half backs, and now Dacos is going to be a full time mid mm. next year. Fitting, yeah. fitting, really. Fitting. I, think I, I like it. I well, like Giath, I think, given how good Collingwood is, I don't think he'll play to They're start with, but mm. Dimatia might. Yeah. Um, Giath, how tall is he? Is he like high 180s? No, nah, he's not as tall as you'd think. He's about 184 or 5. Uh, I don't know why I thought that he was a bit taller and he could possibly re- replace Nathan. Yeah, or he can he jump. Play. He can jump like anything. Yeah. Actually, they've listed him as 188. Yeah. Well, if, and if okay. that's the case, if he can play tall, then, you know, was it, if, was it Nathan Murphy who had the concussion issues? Yes. If there was some, like, you know, I hope that Nathan Murphy can come back and play 
But like, you know, maybe that's that could be a sort of replacement, you know, athletic, undersized defender. Well, you, you know, know what? They're such a good team. I guess you can plug in a few youngsters, even yeah. if they're a bit raw, right? So, mm. no, I like it. I mean, Collingwood, when you're the best team, you know how, you know what makes you good mm-hmm. and you just reinforce that. Yeah, yeah it's got to maintain. Yeah. Obviously, they brought point. in Schultz as well. Like, they're going to be excellent again next year. So, well done to the Pies. Um, just sort of going through the rest of it. Who haven't we spoken about? Brisbane Lions were on the clock on night two. Yeah. Pick 31. So they went for Logan Morris. Yeah. Great um, pick. I Great quite pick. like him. Yeah. He is supposedly the best, if maybe second, third best, contested mark yeah. in this draft class. And that is a huge part of the game. Mm. You know, you need the bailout kick going out forward. You know, if he can provide that in the future. Look, I'm not even against him even, you know, displacing like a, you know, a hip would sooner than later, you know, if he can, you know, he would be a better fit, you know what I mean? Because they need a contested mark type guy. It's interesting because he slips a little bit, not on his skill. He's a great mark, great kick, mm. really efficient forward, but he's 191 centimeters and his physicality more points towards key forward than medium forward. Yeah. But the thing is, you don't know if he's going to grow a few more centimeters and become 194. True. It's only three centimeters. He's 18 years old. So, mm. I think it's a worthy gamble on just a good football mm-hmm. line in general. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're from their list that they've got focus more on tools. Yes. Who's, who's the next pick? Wasn't it another Lloyd? Tool? Luke Lloyd, 193 mm. centimeters. So again, mm. I don't know too much about him, but he's again <clears throat> more of a raw key forward, 193 centimeters. And they also picked up the Hawthorne guy who had uh, the generic name, but he was really good. Um, who's that? They've got Zakostelsky, Torrent. Yes. And, yeah, and another, he's Revel. another tall, isn't he? Zaka Stelsky is definitely a tall. Yep, he's mm. a defender slash ruck. Mm. Um, probably a defender. And then Reese Torrent, I don't know too much about, but he's mm. listed at 184. Yeah. Who's the guy that they got from Hawthorne that they paid a second oh, round Oh, the pick mid-season for? pick. Is it Brandon Ryan? Is that his yes. name? Brandon yep. Ryan. Yep. Yeah. Mm. He, um, yeah. So they've, they've clearly seen that, you know, that they need to replenish the tall stocks. I like it, to be honest with you, because I'd, Danaher, he, you can't touch his spot. He's a gun. Yeah, had a but great Hipwood, year. Hipwood, Hipwood <laughs> is similar to Danaher in their, you know, their sort of physical, um, you know, um, yeah, their build. And, you know, as a player, they're not the strongest mark, you know. No, they do need a grunt, a grunt forward. Mm, exactly. And they went and got Gunston last year and that wasn't, he wasn't that. That's true. And then, I mean, Danaher's had... A good run of health lately, all mm. things considered. But yeah. you can't just have Hipwood and Danaher, mm. and then what happens next? Yeah, exactly. You know, so, so fair enough. You want to just stock up and prepare for the future as well. Mm. Yeah, I like um, it. So fair enough to the Lions. I reckon that's pretty good work for them. And then, mm. sort of moving down the list here, free. Have we spoken about Freer yet? No, we haven't. No, okay. this, this will be their first pick. So at pick thirty-five, they go Cooper Simpson. Yeah, who you know Matthew Pavlich picked up. From the airport, you know, gave him gave him pick twenty nine, and you know, said, "All right, son, I'm picking you up." Oh, well, you bit know. of a bold call on a pick thirty five. Yeah, hundred um. <laughs> percent. The last pick twenty nine wasn't good for memory. I think they had there was another guy in between. Yeah, they did. Got, I um, can't remember who it is. Shows how good they would have been. Yeah, no, he's forgettable. Yeah, um, <laughs> so. but Cooper Simpson, so he's one eighty two centimeters, but he's a really impressive athlete. Mm. So okay. Pretty powerful, pretty quick. Um, mm. interesting to see how he works with their current midfield so obviously Sarong and Brayshaw neither of them are really exploding out of the pack mm. with great power so if he can be that different kind of athlete in there mm. it might be a nice little blend in a few years yeah 
Um, yeah, they've got a. I feel like they've got a lot of options in the inside midfield category. You know, like mm-hmm. Matt Johnson as well. I, I rate him very highly. Yes. Um. You know, obviously slow mirror. Five probably won't get another inside mid gig. I think five's yeah. done, man. Yeah, no, yeah probably right. Um, they then just a few picks later picked up Ollie Murphy, who's a key back. Another slider. Slider, but honestly, I called this one. I didn't want North to touch him with the earlier picks. Mm. I think he's just very raw, mm. and he didn't test well in vertical jump speed over the twenty meters. So really, if you're just going to be drafted because you're tall. I don't know. For me, you need to show a bit of something. Fair enough. Um, he could very much develop in three, four years to be a, a good key back and he's, he's tall 200 centimetres but mm. I think that's a fair spot for a raw um, skinny key back. Yeah. So, and they, they don't really need a key back to come in and make do a job right now because well, they got rid of Logue last year. You know what I mean? Like obviously mm. they're, they're stacked with options. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, Pierce... Um, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with names today. The guy who's the defender slash forward in Supercoach, who went crazy at the start. Oh, Cox? Cox, yeah, Brendan yeah, yeah. Cox. Yeah, Luke they, Ryan they, plays tall sometimes. Yeah, they have heaps of options in the defense. So. Corey Wagner. Corey Wagner, oh, man. <laughs> Goat. Um, actually, speaking of their midfield, they're playing Hayden Young there more and more as well. Let's not forget that. So, interesting there. Mm. Um, and they did draft Jack DeLean, who's a small forward. So, I actually nice. quite like him. I think he's pretty good. Mm, nice. Um, is he a Western Australian kid as well? I think he's from SA. Oh, okay. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. They're yeah, both the much. same, those states. <laughs> <laughs> Anything east of, uh, sorry, west of Melbourne and Victoria is yeah. pretty much WA. Mm. <laughs> Bad. Any other teams? So that's right. Who haven't There's we spoken couple. about? We haven't mm. talked about the greatest team in the land. Carlton. Oh, yeah. We skipped Carlton, bro. Sorry. No, did we? I yeah, was going to wait for, to save him for last. So since no, no, we did. Yeah, Sorry, no, man. Geez. All right, let's go. No, we'll we'll leave him last because let's get to Richmond. Yeah, Richmond. Right, we'll leave him to last. Kane McAuliffe. Kane McAuliffe, yep. So and Liam Fawcett. So big body midfielders, McAuliffe, and then Fawcett's a 197 tall. I yep. don't know anything about him. But they need tools, so probably good that they picked up. I like the McAuliffe pick in terms of what he projects to be. I don't know if he'll live up He's to that potential. He's a very good cricketer, apparently. Yeah, and he's got, again, he's another powerful midfielder, not so much um, an accumulator. He's more like impact. Okay. So, cool. Picking a good athlete there, I reckon. Mm. Um, the other one's Port. So, this is funny, right? Because yeah. their first pick is 48, and they pick up Tomas Anastasopoulos. They pick up Anastasopoulos. They're going to struggle. The commentators are going to have to come up with a nickname for this guy. Oh, look, they'll, they'll, they'll figure. They'll go Anastasopoulos. They'll I reckon that's true because they call Filippo. 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 Yeah, which true, true. Kills me every time. Well, hang I on. Hear that's, it. Yeah. that's Filippo's fault because he says it's Filippo. Does he say that? Pretty sure he says it like that. Ah, Filippo. Right. Well, that's his, his fault. That's his. Maybe he probably he's sick of it after all these years of them butchering it. Maybe yeah, maybe maybe he just wants to make kachow. He's a uh, he's he's uh, that's he's what I was thinking as well. Phrase, you know what I mean? Kachika. I know kachika. <laughs> now you got Dow and Philip Bow, baby. You know, um, the kachow double. Uh, <laughs> kachow double. Um, but yeah, so the power they bought in. This was actually North's pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it would have been cool if we had a Greek boy in the in the blue and white, but it wasn't to be. Yeah, you put a little cross. Somewhere in the jersey. Yeah, man. Wow, that'd have been tough, man. <laughs> we would have got him on the pod easy. I don't think. You know what I mean? Um, but, um, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know anything about Charleston and Lawrence? Uh, uh, Charleston's another small forward. So, both of the both him and um, Anastasopoulos are uh, small forwards. 
And I think Will Lorenz might be as well. Jeez, they're stacking up on those smalls, which, you know, fair enough because... Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think what their team needs. You know, a bit of forward pressure is always, always good. Well, they've got the key know. positions now. They brought in Ruckman, yeah. <clears throat> Ruckman key defenders. Their forward line's got some good young tools. Mm, so they've added some forward half smalls. Yeah. yeah they I, had I don't a small forward that. that I already liked. They had Willie Rioli, but they had another dude who I liked as well. But I couldn't tell you names because I'm just... Out of the footy, we haven't spoken footy in a while, man. I know, yeah. but th- there was a, there was, and I've talked about. I gave him his flowers on the pod, which we haven't done in a while. But I gave that small forward flowers. I can't remember his name, but um, <laughs> you know. So. Oh, Mac McIntyre, McIntyre, yeah, McIntyre, McIntyre, yeah. That's thank you. Go. I would know. There is no way on earth I would have got Jed McIntyre. You know, <laughs> when you can't think of a name, it's the most annoying thing ever. Yeah, no, because now it's like you know, it's all Premier League and and NBA. So, and we will probably have to get through this pretty quick because it's getting dark. I just realized <laughs> we started we started non aim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well dark, we've man. saved apparently the best for last. Well, yeah. I'm just going through to see if we've missed anyone, but it doesn't look like no, it. No, I think yeah. we're up to Carlton George, so take it away. So, so what we, have you seen about your new boys? What right, are you so excited about? You know about? I said Carlton's win the flag? Yeah. Or Carlton's win the flag. Oh damn. Oh jeez. <laughs> right, end the op- end the pod now, we're done. Let's see. Nah, so we've got uh Moi. Moi. So he apparently is equally as good on his left and his right foot. He is. He's one of those guys. He can kick set shots from 45 out on both feet. Yeah. Which is interesting. So, he seems like he's quite a talented player. Apparently, really highly talented last year. They he was. Kind of yeah, didn't correct. have as good of a season. But look, with Carlton, right, it, it's clear a couple of years ago that they had like the big bodies. They had like the Cripses, they had the Witterings, they had the Kerno and Mackay combo. Over the last couple of seasons, they've had run to their list because we're kind of a plugger. Plotter team. Plotter team. Right? <laughs> now, and now they're adding some runs. So, for example, last year they brought in Akers, they brought in Hollands, right? Suddenly your wings are, are sorted, right? You've got Camparelli's coming next year. And then, you know, you add Elijah Hollands, a forward half player, right? You add this guy, Moya, who's like another forward half, kind of talented, good kick, can kind of um, add the class around the, the field that we need with mm. both of those players. Also brought in Fantasia as well. So speed, small forward um, thing. So they're just putting pieces around the big boys. He'll play about three or four good games for you, I reckon. Yeah, that, so that's preliminary final, grand final. <laughs> True. And BT will be the commentator for every one of those games yeah. as well. Ha- has to you be. Know? Has to you be. Know, it's like you know impromptu commentary from BT. He just <laughs> rocks up. You know, he wasn't meant to be him, but so I usually hate <laughs> BT's commentary, but now that it's about Carlton, I love it. <laughs> so we'll yeah. see what he what he can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, he's very very highly talented. Yeah. So uh, and then the other one is Billy Wilson. Bilbaco Bilbaco Wilson Billy the kid so only a couple of selections after at 34 who interesting he was listed as a general defender or genuine defender genuine (laughs) defender (laughs) generational defender generational um, genius genius defender but actually the interesting thing about him is he played some midfield towards the end of um, of the of the season and I Nick Austin the list manager for Carlton said that they're going to play him as a midfielder so they've picked this guy who's who's listed as a defender as a midfielder, mm-hmm. and he, apparently he's really bursty. He's fast. So, yeah. again, follows the trend of adding speed around the ground, running power around the ground, and mm. a forward half talent with Carlton selections to complement the the established players they already have. So, mm. that's yeah. kind of and then Matt Carroll was a rookie draft. Apparently, Matt Carroll probably could have been selected in the first um, in the so not in the first round, but on draft night. And stood to the rookie draft. So apparently mm. he's got some talent as well. So yeah. something I was gonna say, Billy Wilson, Dino and I were talking about a dude who apparently North was looking to trade into the 30s. Apparently he was the one. 
Mm. Really? That's what I that's what I've heard in the rumors mm. is it was Billy Wilson. So there you go. And that it kind of makes sense because we seem to have gone for a lot of, you know, outside quick bursty top well, players. So Yeah, so cuz mm. apparently North tried to move a future second to get in the 30s, which would be losing value really, but mm. yeah. Might have been yeah. for him, Jordy. Well, I like I just like from Colton's perspective that they kind of know that they need to add the outside pieces, mm. and yeah. um, they they're getting there. They're getting there. I like I like mm. the Fantasia pick. If it's not on draft night, but he's added to it. I like Elijah Hollands. This Moyer guy, obviously, I don't know that much about, but um, we'll see what he can do. Wilson's a burst player. You got Hollands developing. Mm. Zach Williams, hopefully, to Zach return. Williams comes back next year. So you know, there's a bit mm. of that speed, bit of that mongrel that's added to um, you know the the big boys. Yeah. So, yeah. And I guess when... And also, I think these type of players, especially Moyer, is the type of player that could actually... And, and Hollands is the type of player that might actually play mm. as well, mm. fit into this team because they... Like, if Jack Martin's injured, you know, one of those guys comes in type of thing. So, like, yeah. Cripps is not replaceable. Walsh is not replaceable. But these half forwards, these small forwards, mm. there's still spots for them in the team. Yeah. And I was going to say, you only need of those list of guys you mentioned, like one or two of them to have a positive impact. Yeah. And it can go a long way. Yeah. Um, mm. So and I think considering where you're selecting, I think you've chosen some players that actually fit what you need, which is always... Which makes yeah. sense if you're a team that's projected to be higher up in the ladder, right? Correct. You've got most things understood or hopefully have most things understood. So... Um, Similar to Collingwood Hall, I think. Like Collingwood knew what they wanted, got it. You guys knew what you wanted, got it. Mm. So... I guess that's the benefit of being one of the better teams in the comp mm. is you can, like North's thrown a few darts at the board hoping a few of them will land, especially with the late first rounders, whereas teams like Carlton mm. and Collingwood can be a bit more um, targeting. And, and it's interesting, you're kind of replacing Zach Fisher and Paddy Dow with these two players, mm. right? Yeah, true. Kind of, kind true. Of, we weren't that crazy this draft. It's kind of trade out those players, mm. get Holland to then get two kind of late first rounders. Mm. Mm. And... Zach Fisher's a half forward or half back now, but Moyer and Dow's a burst mid, replaced by Bill, Billy Wilson's a burst mid. So we'll see. Obviously, um, Fisher and Dow were much highly touted players than these guys in terms of draft picks. But oh, Fisher is actually was twenty seven or something like that, but Dow's three. We'll see what it ends up. What ends up happening? I messed that up. Um, when it comes to a couple of years into their career. Yeah, I'm curious actually. Who was out of our picks? Who was the Carlton pick? Was it? Would it end up being Dawson? Or was um, it, the pick it would be. Would it be Hardiman or Dawson? Goad was the Port pick, and then we bought. We got Carlton's pick, and we got someone else's pick. It's it's hard to know because the draft got pushed back so much. We had pick yeah. like twenty one or something, and ended up being twenty nine. It might have been the last one, which was Hardiman. Okay, and if that's the case, it's an interesting little storyline there. Yeah, add that to the you know it would be Hardiman and Fisher for. You know, um, your two boys. Moyer and Wilson. Moyer and Wilson. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, Keep track of that next year, maybe. That's it, man. That's <laughs> it. And look, I guess part of that deal is that you guys will get off of Zach Fisher's money as well. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. part of the deal as well because you pay the rookie guys. Also, he less. kept getting like, he kept calling Crips Doherty. He kept screwing it up. Yeah, that's like, true, true. He couldn't call, that's, that's really, that's the reason why they I got was, rid of him. I was sick of his dyslexia. So yeah, like, so. <laughs> spooked him. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Fair enough. Well, you know, Fisher was Instagram. He's playing golf with Zerha. Oh. Man slid into the DM straight away, huh? He's, oh, yeah. He's playing golf with the boys. Mm. Yeah. 
What's he's the he's, yeah. he's he's uh, posting a pic in North Melbourne jersey out you know out on the ground. So we have a few Western Australians, man. Like you know, Cam Zohar. Pretty sure Logue is Western Australian. Logue, they're best mates. Yeah, the best mates. There you go. You know, um, they, they were Hardman out to now. lunch the other day because I follow Fish on on Instagram. Mm. <laughs> you haven't disfollowed him, unfollowed no, no, him yet because no, he's, he's moved. No. <laughs> no man, he's my boy. Nah, fair enough. He was your he really was your boy. You you were really into him. I I said oh. this guy was gonna be an all Australian. You did say that. Yeah. And then, and then he's he been traded out of this team. Oh man. And he will be an all Australian next year. <laughs> <laughs> if he's an all Australian halfback next year, which he won't be, but if he is, that'll be the most ridiculous thing ever. Mm. Can't rule anything out. That's the beauty of the offseason, George. Anything That's can happen, true. right? That is true. All these clubs have sealed their fate now. We'll see. We'll, we'll know in a couple of years who did the Malakias and who didn't. Yeah, true. Mm. I think Malakias. like overall... Three years Harley Reid's out of the system. <laughs> no, who, thought, who thought this guy was good? Uh, Anthony, no Anthony Bennett of the AFL. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, yeah. You wouldn't have thought. Mm. Uh, but no, draft is always fun. I mean, especially teams on the bottom had nothing else to really go for in the second half of the year. So mm. it's good to finally get it done. It takes a while to come around, doesn't it? Jeez. Mm. But um, yeah, really exciting. We'll do a few pods in the coming weeks, mm. potentially just projecting some teams next year. Yeah. Maybe a bit more of a... Mm, I'm, I don't know. I might perhaps. come up with a couple of themed ones, you know. I don't yeah. know. I like, I like getting creative with the uh, the pod idea. So, we'll see how we go. Christmas pod, surprise guest Santa. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. Get him on, man. Get him That's on. It. Sounds <laughs> good, man. Whose dad wants to dress up as Santa and get on the pod? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess, yeah, we'll leave it at that for today. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Take care. Yeah, See you.